This is the Amazon Planet Podcast, Episode Zero. The purpose of this podcast, well, let me tell you, the purpose of this podcast is to learn. To learn collectively how to be better and ultimately teach better. For years, I have listened to podcasts, so many podcasts, and I have learned many things from authors, business leaders, military leaders, other teachers, and just interesting people in general. And I've taken what I have heard and thought about how to apply it to helping me get better and helping me teach better. Recently, I've had this nagging thought in the back, in the back of my head to take this process to the next level. So rather than just uh, consuming podcasts, I thought, you know what? What about creating a podcast and engage in this process of getting better and teaching better within a community? That's assuming that anyone besides me uh, listen and my mom listens to this thing because everything uh, is better together. So there you have it. That is why we have episode zero of the Amadon Planet podcast. By the way, I am calling this episode zero because I see this as kind of like a movie trailer where it foreshadows what is to come in, in the full episodes of the podcast, and I wanted uh, just a test episode where I could make sure I know what the heck I am doing to get this thing published out to the interwebs. So if you are able to listen to this from your preferred podcast distribution service, then we are already winning the battle. But you know what? Uh, kind of gone in a little bit far. Perhaps I should take a little bit of time to introduce myself. My name is Joel Amadon. I am a husband, a parent, and a dog owner. My day job is as a teacher educator, a professor, uh, which means I teach teachers how to teach good, where my goal is to lead people to love others through teaching. Yes, lead people to love others through teaching. That's right. So I'm sure that there will be some more opportunities to share a few more details about myself, but, um, but this podcast is not about me, but really about learning like I said before. So us collectively learning together. So to begin, this podcast will be about extracting ideas from books. Uh, books are awesome. I'm really getting into reading again. And, uh, you know, after doing a dissertation, it kind of took it a little bit out of me with regards to reading. I was always reading for this, you know, specific purpose. So I'm excited to, um, I've been excited to read books for the pleasure of reading them and then just having this kind of exploratory nature towards finding these ideas. Like I said before, taking the ideas and thinking about, hey, what does that mean for teaching or education? So so typically these books uh, that uh, we'll select are unrelated to education, at least not directly pointed at education. So business books, leadership books, um, autobiographies, whatnot, and connect those ideas to actions related to being better and teaching better. So my hope is that this is not just a monologue, but the beginning of a conversation through soon-to-be-determined social media channels. There can be a conversation that we start about other ideas that can be extracted from the books I select and applied to being better and teaching better. Thinking a Facebook group is probably going to be the best option, but we'll, we'll come up later. Anyway, you can find me on Amazon Planet at AmazonPlanet.com or at Amazon Planet on both Twitter and Instagram. For, for now. I think I'm on LinkedIn too. Yes, I'm on LinkedIn. In the future though, maybe an author might join me on this podcast. That would be awesome. But before that, I probably uh, need to be able to prove that I can A, publish this podcast and B, 
demonstrate that a few people, again, outside of my mom, who is listening to this thing, I hope my mom listens to this thing. That'd be embarrassing um, if she didn't. So the book, the book that I selected is the Discipline Equals Freedom Field Manual uh, by Jocko Willink. Uh, Jocko is a, Jocko Willink, Jocko, is a retired U.S. Navy SEAL. He's a New York Times bestselling author. Um, very diverse set of books. Uh, two business books uh, and a number of uh, this, the book that I'm, we're reviewing today uh, and three kids books. He's also host of the Jocko Podcast, and he's just a businessman. He's got uh, got his name on a bunch of stuff out there. So why did I choose this book? I chose this book specifically for Episode Zero of the podcast because I have had record Episode One of the Amazon Planet podcast on my to-do list for the past three months. I was stalling. I was procrastinating. procrastinating. Then my son found uh, my copy of this book. I don't know, some random pile in his room. And as I went to put it on my shelf, I, you know, I just paged it. It's a cool-looking book. I'll talk about that in a second. And I opened it to a reading called Overcoming Procrastination, and it was like a mirror was put in front of me, and I knew when to start the pad- podcast. Now was the answer. I needed to start this thing now. So this book gave me a kick in the pants and brought some clarity in my life and my goals. So I thought, why not use a Discipline Equals Freedom field manual to start this thing? So this book has a fairly straightforward organization, um, but just a little bit of background. As a, as a longtime listener of the Jocko podcast, and I'll include a link to the podcast in the show notes, yes, we will have show notes, which can be found at amazonplanet.com forward slash episode zero. Uh, it is my understanding that this book emerged from the question answer editions of the podcast. He does a lot of those where Jocko is being asked the same questions over and over again. And rather than keep delivering those same answers, which, I mean, he still reinforces them on the podcast, he did capture uh, some of those answers in this book. So, actually, another place where he's got some of these answers is um, uh, some of them were turned into some legit videos on YouTube created by his uh, podcast partner, who is kind of a... A video producer. He owns his own business, a video producer. His name's Echo Charles. And there's a, I'll include a link to a video called Good in the show notes where Jocko communicates an asset-based perspective on life where he turns seemingly negative experience into positive events. So asset-based perspective, just, just so we're not using jargon that you might not understand. Just basically like I'm going to take, take a situation, take a person, uh, if I'm having an asset-based perspective on a purpose, purpose I don't say like well they're uh, they, they lack something right they lack manners they uh, versus you know if someone lacks manners maybe the asset-based perspective is to say like they are direct in how they address things which I can think of many times when I appreciate people being direct rather than you know maybe they might not have the best manners they can learn that but the fact that they're direct asset right so uh, in the good video, Jocko has an asset-based perspective on these negative experiences. Anyway, back to the book, as Jocko would say in his podcast. Uh, the Discipline Equals Freedom field, ma- field Manual is organized into two parts. One is thoughts. One part is thoughts. The second part is actions. So the thoughts section is a series of short writings on a number of topics like uh, overcoming procrastination, like I said before, how to deal with failure, how to overcome adversity, 
uh, etc. So he even has a writing on the evils of donuts called Sugar Coated Lies. Uh, we we like that one in our uh, in our household, as uh, my son would say. That's a, it's a good reading in the Jocko Journal, as he calls it. Um, anyway, I could call I could call these short writings poems. Probably Jocko was an English major, so I don't believe he would mind me calling them poems. But then again, he was also a Navy SEAL and is a black belt in jujitsu, so maybe I'll just stick with calling them short writings. The action section also has short writings, but these are more directed at doing things rather than thinking things. So in this section, he describes his ideas for how to select a gym, train in the martial arts, eating well, etc. He also has workouts listed where you can extract a kind of a general approach to working out like Jocko, but then he has the specific workouts from beginner to advance that you can try out for yourself. And I've tried out a few of them, and even the beginner ones seem kind of advanced, but then again, I haven't been getting after it for all that long. Um, another thing is that this is a cool-looking book. It's uh, like black on black. Um, it's got kind of a military-looking type, like the you know all straight lines, no curves. And then it also the the cover kind of is reminiscent of the Metallica Metallica album, where the, you know it's a black cover with a kind of a shiny. Um, snake in the bottom right corner well this kind of looks exactly like that and i think pretty sure jocko well i know jocko is a metallica fan so maybe there's this influence there too but the black cover of the it's a square book with a black cover and it's got kind of a shiny outline of a uh, of jocko's face on the bottom right kind of where the snake would be in the uh, metallica metallica album anyway cool looking book it also has black pages inside lots of black and white um uh black and white pages or black and white pictures within too and so as you can kind of see this is kind of a, a an, kind of an intimidating book as well like you know kind of get a message behind it before you even read a word of it but in the next few minutes um so back into this so in the next few minutes I'm going to share uh, the learnings and applications that I took away from this book. As you will notice, I'm not doing any reading from the book, but I'm taking a high-level view, kind of a you know, 10,000-foot view of a few learnings or ideas from the book and thinking about, again, how to apply them to be better and teach you better. In no way will I come close to being able to communicate the whole value of the book. And even if I did, it would be from my perspective, mainly a teacher's perspective. In other words, if you like what you hear, go get the book for yourself. Links to purchase the book can be found in the show notes. Again, that's at amadonplanet.com forward slash episode zero. Or seek it out wherever you buy high-quality books like this one. If possible, try to support your local bookstore like Square Books uh, in Oxford, Mississippi, which is one of the uh, best bookstores in the world, in my opinion. All right, so let's get into it. So here are the ideas or learnings that I'm taking away from this book, the Discipline Equals Freedom Field Manual. Uh, the first first kind of learning is I am responsible. Now, that it's not very creative. I mean, of course I am responsible for things. But sometimes, you know, in the, when you start getting to the excuse phase of life, start offering up excuses like the excuses for why I didn't record this podcast, I mean, eventually it comes down to, you know, it's my fault. Like, you know, I could say, like, yeah, oh, you know, I was going to do it, but then, you know, the kids came home and I had to, you know, go work with them or had to go make dinner or had to walk the dog or, you know, had to work on this other project. But in the end, I could have made time. I could have made time, right? I am responsible. And a lot of the, the writings within this book kind of keep going back to who's responsible? You. You can control your mind. You don't have to eat that donut. You... um 
you don't have to fear failure, right? So there's all these sorts of things that lead to this idea that you are responsible. And then and he's got another book called Extreme Ownership where it really talks about responsibility, which hopefully we'll get into later in this uh, in this podcast if it actually goes anywhere. Um, but this idea of being responsible is something that I just need to be reinforced about, right? And I think about it too when my own teaching, so like for example, my first year teaching, um, I had a, a class, an eighth hour class of ninth graders. And man, there lots of lots of spirited individuals in that classroom, taking an asset-based perspective, lots of spirited individuals. And just had a most difficult time getting them to focus in on what we were doing. And I was like, man, they won't do this, they won't do that. And I'm like, eventually, in hindsight, I'm going to say, like, well, what did I do to help them? I mean, I was probably a scatterbrained at that part of the day, right? Um, I was probably not being the most focused either, you know? It's eighth hour. Like, we've all, <laughs> them and me, all had seven hours beforehand. So what could I have done? And in hindsight, what I would have said is I would have probably done more with movement, probably would have maybe done some things with mindfulness, getting them to, okay, let's settle down. Let's think about, let's focus in on an objective. We need to get this done. Once we get this done, we can we can be a little bit squirrely. We can, you know, we had some stand-up comedians in there. We could say, hey, we get this done, you could perform uh, a little thing right at the end of class. What would be a better way to end the school day than to have one of my own students do a little performance at the end, you know, there, there could have been some good stuff there, but I, and ultimately, I was responsible for that class, right? And I, you know, maybe fell down uh, on my on my uh, responsibilities, okay? Uh, also thinking about, um, you know, students and how they struggle in the classroom. Again, sometimes we would put the blame on them rather than thinking about, like, what are the actions that I can do as a teacher to help this student, right? What opportunities to learn can I give them? Am I giving them, right? Even though we have kids in the same classroom, are they all getting the same opportunities to learn, right? And so, you know, am I making it, uh, if, am I making the learning accessible to everyone? Am I making assumptions about what a student knows before a lesson starts, right? And I've had conversations with some people where there, there is this idea of where he would, uh, this gentleman uh, interacts with a lot of students and he talks about, yeah, there's a lot of assumption teaching out there that, Kids are, um, it's assumed that kids know certain things. And maybe if we take 30 seconds and say, hey, by the way, you should know this, this, and this, right? These are the things that I'm kind of building off of, you know, and using some sort of device, maybe even a survey, you can say, like, how many people would like me to review that real quick, just to do a quick anonymous thing, you know, and just could be do it. It could be a one to two minute thing just to make sure everyone's on the same page, right? But that's one thing that I took from this book is I'm responsible. Another one that I took away is I'm knowledgeable. Oh, wait, going back to responsible. One thing that I really like is this uh, guy, Andy Stanley. He's a, a pastor in Atlanta. He, uh, he would say that the common denominator in all of your failures is that you were there, right? <laughs> and so, like, sometimes, you know, like, we want to blame a bunch of other things for what's going on when the fact is that I was always there, Right? I was always there in, in all of those failures. So maybe the blame, maybe the responsibility needs to lie on myself and not on my excuses. So anyway, I just, I like that and I want to make sure to share that. Number two is I'm knowledgeable. And this goes back into, um, you know, kind of like when, you know, when to start this podcast or when to, um, when to start this podcast. I knew I need to start it now. 
It, it, that's the answer. I, I know it needs search now. And like, you know, am I knowledgeable about how to get this thing out there? But maybe not, but there still is the internet. I knew the answer. The answer is to go find the answer on the internet. There's pe- people that out there that have done this before. So the procedures are out there. I just need to go find them. You know, same thing happens for, you know, a student that, um, you know, I'll see students that I have that need to pass certain things or need to have certain content knowledge, and they keep trying to take a test, like some sort of high-stakes test, and like, wow, I keep struggling with the math, and then they take it again, and they'll fail it again, or they struggle again, and like, well, what have you done in between the previous iteration of that test and now? Like, have you, what have you done? Like, hey, there's Khan Academy modules that you could go do to help improve in some of these areas that you're struggling with. Have you done that? Right? So the I am knowledgeable. Like, that's the thing that I need. I am knowledgeable. I know the, the answer. I know what to do, right? <laughs> if I'm struggling with my weight, should I eat a donut? No, I shouldn't eat the donut, right? Or if I want to get, in, uh, you know, prepare for this half marathon I'm going to be running, what should I do? I should run. Like, maybe I don't know exactly how much to run each day, but I should know I should be running. And that kind of brings us to the final um, learning is that we need to move toward the solution right? To try some things, okay? Try something. So like, again, if I want to uh, record a podcast, hey, let's record it. Let's get it out there. Let's put it out there and it's going to be, um, it's not going to be great. It, the episode zero is not going to be the best. Ep- I, right now, I'm saying it. This episode is not going to be the best episode of this podcast. At least hopefully it better not. No, it won't be. It won't be. Because there's going to be so many other learnings that happen, uh, between now and, and the next iterations of the, uh, or next episodes of this podcast. I'm going to learn so much more. I'm going to get better at um, talking. I'm not going to say um so much as you probably are noticing in this podcast. So there's basically this idea of moving toward the solution. Take action, reflect, and move forward. And that's, as a teacher, that's what we do, right? Is we take action, we reflect on what happened, and we make uh, changes for the next lesson. Right? Especially if you're someone that teaches the same lesson over and over again. Or if you've done something with kids or again, I I don't I don't think that this is this podcast is just for teachers. We're all teaching, right? Anytime someone's observing us, we are teaching them something. If you're a parent and you're sitting there watching a show with a bunch of curse words in it, you are teaching your kids that that's the kind of show that adults watch, right? Or if you text while driving, um, you are teaching your kids that texting while driving is okay, right? So we're always teaching, right? Um, and just at the same time as we're always learning. Just like if I see somebody, um, uh, if I see a superior doing something, or if I see other uh, see a, a kid do something with a. I remember seeing a uh, one of my f- first lessons. I saw a student do something with a table in. Uh, like solving a linear equation, like a system of linear equations, trying to find the y-intercept, he used a table to do it. There, I was a student. I was learning. I learned how to use a table to solve a system rather than just using the symbols. It was amazing, mind-blowing. Anyway, I can get to that later. That was kind of a little side note. But anyway, move toward the, move toward the solution. You need to move toward the solution. So I don't know what that tangent had to do with anything. Anyway, need to keep moving towards the solution. The um, one thing that I wanted to share on this was I always knew that I wanted, if I was going to subscribe to certain philosophies on learning, that the best thing to do to learn is to do, right? 
So if I'm going to teach teachers how to teach, the best way to teach teachers how to teach is to have them teach, right? And so I needed to move toward that solution. So what do I do? So I give up a certain part of my class where like, okay, I want you to, uh, I want this group to figure out how to present some content, right? And I want you to do it in an active way. So I kind of point them at, I want an active little 20 minute lesson on this content that we're going to do today. And so I've been doing that for the past, man, five years. And every year I keep tweaking the system. I keep tweaking the way we do things. I keep tweaking the way we operate. Now we're, I mean, it used to be that they would just do it and that would be it. And now we give them some help preparing. So making sure that they have um, the materials that they need, that the, I give them a book that shows them some default active learning strategies. And then we start evaluating them with a rubric and, and using the rubric that we, they were going to be experiencing when they go out and do some student teaching to kind of give them some assessment of their lesson. And we'd give some some feedback and help them think about how do we move forward. And we record all that uh, within a, a Google folder that we share with, I mean, like it's gotten so much better, but it doesn't happen unless I take that first step. You got to take that first step to move toward the solution. And that's what I think Jocko was saying is like with that, again, with the overcoming procrastination writing, it was, hey, start now. You want to do something, do it today. Okay. So there we go. There's three Three learnings and thinking about some ways to take those learnings into action, okay? Um, all right. So a way to summarize all this is, and it'll be the title of this uh, episode, is episode zero, the answer is known. And then you, what you're going to see is K known, K-N-O-W-N, but now in the middle is going to be in parentheses. So the answer is known, but the, also the answer is now, right? So when should we start this podcast? I know the I know the answer to that, and the answer is now. So again, the book offers so much more uh, than what I could communicate during this podcast. If you want to learn more, you can follow the links in the show notes at amadonplanet.com forward slash episode zero to purchase your own copy of the Discipline Equals Freedom Field Manual. I just want to say thank you. If you've actually listened to this thing, wow, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode zero of the Amazon Planet podcast. I appreciate you giving it a chance. Um, if you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast, wherever you do such things. Um, also, please share the podcast with whomever you believe may find some value in this episode, even if it's just to laugh at some of the things I may have said. Finally, if you feel led, please take time to review the podcast in whatever podcast delivery platform that you use. The main goal for this episode was getting it out there to get feedback in order to get better. So I appreciate any and all comments. In conclusion, I just want to say a special thanks to Alex Crosby. He did the little guitar at the beginning of this episode and possibly at the end. Um, and then finally, thank you to all of you out there who are seeking to be better, teach better, and be the good in the world by investing in the lives of others. This world is a better place because you have decided to use the gifts you have been given to serve others. Thank you for all you do. Peace.